come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett's, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett. In this week's episode, we will be talking about how can we strengthen one another as teens according to God's word. And we're back with another great episode to follow up our episode from last week. Let's get right into it. The world and the biblical meaning of strengthen. The world's definition is to make or become stronger. Basically, to strengthen one, we typically lift weights, we work out, uh, the way we eat, those kind of things can contribute to us being stronger physically. But this is more of a mental strengthening is what we're talking about, a motivational strengthening. So let's look at what the biblical meaning is. And we can look at Philippians 4 verses 10 through 13. I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. Wow, this scripture is powered packed. It has tons of great nuggets and information that we can use to strengthen those around us. Verse 10 tells us your friends and your family members will be filled with joy and excitement knowing that the love you have for them still lives inside you despite the fact that something may have kept you from being there. They can wholeheartedly feel the spirit of the living God tugging at your heart despite the distance and silence. The love you have for them gives them strength. Here's the takeaway. I'm going to get a little ahead of myself, but that's okay because I want to tell you this now. These are the steps to begin the strengthening process for someone you love. You have to live out being strong in every situation and circumstance you find yourself in. Don't be afraid to admit, just as you have been blessed, you can also be equally as happy when you don't have anything. Don't be afraid to admit, may have been days where there was enough food for seconds and days where there was barely enough food to make a meal. And if sharing those situations aren't enough, simply share verse 13. I can do all things through him. Who is him? Christ who gives me strength. 2 Timothy 1, 7 and 8 can also talk about strengthening. For the spirit of God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love and self-discipline. So do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or me, his prisoner. Rather join with me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. We find in Timothy that God's intent is that we do not live in fear or with insecurity, but love, self-control, and strength. Why is this? So that when confronted, we have the strength to stand boldly and say, despite how things may look in my life yesterday, today, and tomorrow, whether good or bad, I am not ashamed of putting my trust in the Lord because he is the only one able to sustain and keep me. Instead of having a pity party all alone, Invite that person you're hoping to strengthen to link arms and join forces for the gospel's sake in the name of God. For he has given us the power and strength and numbers to overcome our every obstacle while joined together. 
all while knowing the struggles we each face are real and present in our lives. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back after this quick break to pick up where we left off, strengthening one another. We are back live in PNT Podcast Studio to pick up where we left off, talking about strengthening one another. In this segment, we're going to talk about strengthening in action. How do we put our strength in practice? Because I'm sure you want to know how you can strengthen someone other than yourself that is truly going through and need to know their strength comes from the Lord. I found found things that I think will help you with this. Number one, Thanksgiving. Letting God know we are very thankful for all the things he's done despite our current situations. This should serve as a reminder that God can bring you through anything at any time. Obedience. Living according to the word of God. It is also said that obedience is always better than sacrifice. When we do things for God out of obedience, it is a show of true love and respect for what God represents in our lives. Meditation number three. Focusing on and believing all of the promises of God that are written in his word. This allows us to anticipate God's action or response to our problems. God is not a man that he should lie. He has no reason to lie to us. Number four, testimonies. Sharing our triumphs and how the Lord brought us out of our darkest situations, these testimonies allow others to see God's character, ability through someone they trust and love. If he can do it for you, he can surely do it for them. Number five, experience. Having a daily experience with the Holy Spirit allows us to see God in a totally different light. He's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. We can feel and experience God's loving presence while we are overcoming the things that God is bringing us through. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We were talking about how we strengthen one another, and then we got on the topic of what it means to have your friends back. One teen asked, what if you have your friends back, but they don't have yours? <laughs> I could only nod because that was a great, valid question. Some responded, that really doesn't sound like a friend. Why wouldn't your friend have your back? What's up with that? So before it could go any further, I interrupted and said, okay, let's see what the Bible says about it. Believe me, everything you want to know is in the Bible. So I took them to the book of wisdom. Proverbs 12, verse 26, which reads, The righteous should choose friends carefully, for the way of the wicked leads them astray. I explain that each of them must have sound judgment when choosing friends. If your quote-unquote friends are telling you or pressuring you to do things that you know within yourself are not right, if they are always taken and not giving, if they don't encourage you, compliment you, want the best for you, but are always speaking negatively about you, I'm sorry, these are not what I would call friends. I told them that when it comes to choosing bad friends, they are not alone. Adults struggle in this area as well. As Christians, we do not want friends that will lead us astray, meaning we don't want friends that lead us to do things that are not right or pleasing in God's sight. Remember, God is omnipresent. He sees and knows all. You heard? Yep, he sees. So don't think you're hiding when you go along with that quote unquote friend of yours because you are choosing to do wrong. Now, am I saying drop those friends? Mm, 
maybe you should show them how you roll, in Christ that is. When they say something negative about you, don't laugh or shrug it off. Let them know that it wasn't cool. Let them know that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, and God made no mistakes when he created you. If you allow them to speak negative things about you, that behavior, which is a form of bullying, will continue. You don't have to accept someone else's words about you. You don't have to let it take root and make you feel insecure, make you doubt yourself, make you feel sorry for yourself, make you feel unloved, unworthy. No, let them know that you are a child of God. And if they don't have your back, God always will. In summary, the importance of strengthening one another through our actions. Christians, young and old, are people of tremendous power and strength. God has provided us with the ability to face any circumstance or storm we will face in our lives. I need you to understand that God and his God-given strength is bigger than any of your problems. The presence of God is never far away. We must cultivate a lifestyle of experiencing God's strength and presence in our lives and know we can strengthen others in the Lord through our strength and courage as we face our own problems. I close with this quote from Bill Johnson. We must take personal responsibility to strengthen every weak place and break our agreements with fear. We must become the ongoing manifestation of revival and stop waiting for outside circumstances to line up with our dreams. We do this by giving thanks and rejoicing, praying as he prays, meditating on promises and testimonies, and associating with people of faith. Not when others around us are doing so, but continuously as a lifestyle. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-productions editing techniques that's used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian education ministry in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. Well, Real Talk, what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.